1: feeling like you need a punch of energy, enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up A whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. I love them. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at gainbridge.io. Thanks for listening to the H.E.R.D. podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the H.E.R.D. at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching H.E.R.D. Now let's get this party started. You're
2: listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: He spent 16 years in the Minnesota Vikings front office, 10 as the general manager. And in that time, they made the playoffs six times and won the division four times. Rick Spielman now joining us live. Spent some time in Kansas City during the draft. So we we talked about the Green Bay Packers signed a contract today. It's a very uh, safe contract. Green Bay could move off Jordan Love in a year. and Rick, I've always said I think quarterbacks come in three groups. The first group is small. It's we're not taking any calls. That's Mahomes, Herbert, Allen. The second group is we like our guy, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, but we take a call. We take a call. Right. The third group is we're calling people. We got a mess in our hands. My guess is Jordan loves not one or three. Um, Do you think there's a possibility? I watched that contract today. Green Bay acts like they don't know. If you've had a guy in camp for three years – If you're signing that contract, am I wrong to say they have real concerns about whether he's the guy or not in Green Bay?
3: I think they want to see the results because they've never seen him as a full-season starter if he can stay healthy. I think it's a different scenario than what we saw with Daniel Jones with the uh, New York Giants last year. But they did a great job, I thought, building around him, giving him some young stars to grow with. But I think they want to see the results. But the difference between Green Bay's situation and New York's—that was a whole new regime coming in, so they didn't know Daniel Jones. But you think they would have some kind of idea of what they have in Jordan Love and. I, but I also think they definitely want him to prove it as he goes forward as well.
1: So you you signed Kirk, and it was a fully guaranteed deal, but people, <coughs> people didn't necessarily copy it. Cleveland signed Deshaun fully guaranteed, but the Ravens said, we'll give you a lot of guaranteed money. We're not going to copy that. <coughs> As a general manager, uh, did, did and you look at Baltimore's deal with Lamar, which is about 75% guaranteed, do you think that's sort of the future going in for quarterbacks? 75 guaranteed, 25 not.
3: Well, I think once they got the Jalen Hurst deal done, then that expedited the uh, the process for Lamar Jackson. I don't know where it's going to go because you got Herbert coming up, you got Burrow coming up. So are those guys going to try to get the fully guaranteed contracts? Our situation in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins was different because we weren't trading for him. He was actually on the open market, and we verified that there were more than uh, just us going to guarantee a fully guaranteed contract, but it was for a short-term deal. But now when you're looking at Lamar's situation, which he held out for, didn't get, but you know, with the other these quarterbacks going forward, I still think that Deshaun Watson will be an anomaly, and I don't think anyone will go down that road. And maybe the only reason that Deshaun ended up in Cleveland because it sounded at the time like they were, you know, not the top choice of his to go to in a trade. Yeah. but the only way they can get him to go there was to fully guarantee a contract.
1: Yeah, that's right. Timing, leverage, how badly does somebody want you all play into this. So when Aaron goes to the Jets, when you brought in Kirk Cousins, it's a new player, it's a new personality. You need coordinators that work with him. So here, here's the Jets with a defensive head coach, a young offensive line, young skill people. They bring in half. which I don't think is a bad move at all. But when you look at that, when you go back to Kirk Cousins' first year, is it bumpier than people think because every quarterback's got their own liabilities, strengths, personality. Um, They gobble up some of your salary, right? So, like, how do you think? Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at the Aaron to the Jets thing. Your thoughts going
3: forward. I think it'll be a smoother transaction, even when you look back at uh, when Brett Favre went there. But with Hackett there as the offensive coordinator, I think that was critical for Aaron Rodgers wanting to go there because he kept referring to Coach Hackett as well uh, and being a major part of that process. So you already have an offensive coordinator that has worked with his Hall of Fame quarterback that knows what he is good at, what he isn't good at, the type of system you want to put in place. The quarterback's coming in very familiar with the system as well. So that makes it, in my opinion... A lot smoother transaction than just taking someone, taking him from one uh, offensive scheme, putting me in a whole different one that he's never ran, and he's run this scheme since what the last 19, 20 years. Yeah. So this will be, in my opinion, a lot smoother transaction than you know maybe a Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland or even when Kirk originally came to us.
1: So Philadelphia, uh, one of the narratives over the weekend is they have a roster full of Georgia Bulldog players. Now, some have some baggage, some don't. But, um, you know, I, I noticed that Minnesota, your former team, took a couple of USC Trojans, a corner or receiver. Uh, you know, I noticed, I forget the team. Oh, I think Green Bay took a couple of, uh, so, somebody took a couple of Iowa guys and also a couple of Alabama guys. Top of my I, Was it, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't want was it Pittsburgh, Detroit, 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 Detroit. So tell me when you look at Philadelphia doing the Georgia thing, your thoughts on that, is, is that something as a GM, you go look for one guy and then all of a sudden on the roster, you see two or three guys you like.
3: Well, if Jalen Carter was playing at USC or somewhere else, that wouldn't have, <laughs> they still would have taken him. It doesn't matter where he was. I think it's a little bit, I thought, you know, just sitting there and watching Howie Roseman and how Philadelphia Uh, kept this roster very competitive where I think it's going to be in a Super Bowl again next year. They weren't able to keep all the players. They knew that, but they kept the core guys that were the culture of that locker room, the Coxes of the world, the Graham's of the world, Kelsey's of the world. Those guys set the tone and what that whole culture is about. And now Jalen Hurts because of the big contract that he got. But when you go to get a Jalen Carter, I think it's a little bit ironic that it's Georgia. But look at all the Bulldogs they drafted last year. N'Kobe Dean, uh, uh, Davis, Jordan Davis, the uh, defensive tackle. So when you're taking a guy with maybe some questionable character or some red flags, you're bringing him into a situation where you have a strong culture, strong veteran leadership, guys that he has played with, which will make it an easier transition for him. And he's going in to fit into that culture. And I'm sure Howie and that whole staff went through everything they had to, to make sure they were comfortable taking them. But I think with the culture they have in place with some of his teammates there who know him, because if I was in a general manager's shoes, I would go down and talk to our players that have played with this guy, hoping that I would get a, you know, a correct response or an honest response. Yeah, bring this guy here. We have him. We'll make sure he's taken care of. And then you're going to get a perennial pro bowler, in my opinion.
1: The website's called the 33rd team. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum, Rick Spielman works for it, the former Viking GM for a decade. Um, I felt, and many did, that Bryce Young was the most agile, game-ready, smoothest, self-aware, accurate quarterback available, but he's tiny. Um, Sean Payton came on my show and said, when you get into the top 10 to 15 picks, draft prototype. Don't take a risk on size. How did you feel about Carolina going with a 5'10.5 quarterback that probably will play at maybe less than 195 pounds? How did that feel for you?
3: Let's, well, let's just say he's 204 when he weighed at the combine. That's his official weight, and I'm going to go with that. So I want to get one box checked at least. But you look at him, and I had an opportunity to see him play live twice this year. I had an opportunity to actually sit down with the kid in the fall when I was down there at Alabama. And I have never came across a kid that is able to handle everything that comes his way, whether it's the Heisman Trophy, whether it's the Dr. Pepper commercials. And every time he was put on a big stage, whether it was a national championship game or even down at the Sugar Bowl, I was down at the Sugar Bowl, covering the Sugar Bowl. And he didn't have to play in that game, but he played in that game. And after about the first series or two, may have had his best game of the season, but he has so many unique traits that I think he is the exception to the role and that this was by far the best quarterback, not only on the field, but all the boxes that you're trying to check off the field. And, and the kid is just a phenomenal kid. You Some people may think he is quiet when you sit there and interview him. But when I saw the Alabama players just gravitate towards that leadership, he just has that It factor about him and anytime the game was on the line i had no question that that kid was going to come through for alabama
1: finally kirk cousins um entering the final year in his current deal he is more than capable but um you start looking around at the top quarterbacks in the league he doesn't give you a lot off script his arm is good it's not special your hunch on what the vikings do
3: well, I think they sent the message that, um, you know, that he's going into the final year of his deal. I don't know how they felt about any of these quarterbacks this year, if there was going to be an heir apparent, but they are planning, in my opinion, to move on from Kirk Cousins, or I'll say what extent But him. But I understand he's 35 years old. No question about what he was able to accomplish for them last year. I think he set a record, which everybody had criticized about him, about coming back from behind or playing in big games. He didn't play well and they, their defense didn't play well either in that playoff game when they got uh, beat pretty badly by the New York Giants. But what he was able to do during the season shows, shows you that he can still play at a high level. But he's getting uh, long in the tooth, as we would like to say, in a scouting world, so I'm sure they have a plan in place on how they're going to move forward.
1: Rick, uh, again, the33rdteam.com, former NFL GMs, great insight, great seeing you as always, my man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. He was in Kansas City at the draft. Um, Yeah, Kirk Cousins is, you know, the thing about Kirk Cousins is you know exactly what you have. Good, bad, indifferent. You know exactly what you have. You're not getting anything accurate, good leader, shrinks in big games, nothing off script, arms good enough, not special. So my takeaway is you go make a big move, you move up, you do whatever you have to do. But with at least with Derek Carr, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that you're not, a lot of teams are like not sure what they have. You know exactly what you have with Kirk Cousins. Therefore, you know exactly what you don't have. And I think at some point you've hit a ceiling, move on. Well, what's the ceiling? 13 wins? I think the ceiling is good enough to get you to the playoffs. And that's fine. You don't want to be chaos. If I had to give him a one-year extension, but can you move him on the market? Absolutely. You can ab- Now, you're not going to get a five-year deal. You can move him on the market.
4: It's not an apples to apples, but remember the Portland Trailblazers had C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard for a long time. Yeah. You knew what you were getting for close to a decade in Portland. We're making the playoffs every year. Maybe you make the second round. One year, we get to the conference finals. You knew what you were getting for like eight or nine years in Portland. If you move on from Kirk Cousins, are you getting to the playoffs every year?
1: My argument is, this is the time after this year to move on. Fields may not be the guy. Jordan Love may not be the guy. The Lions may eventually, after a year, move off. The division in a year could very well be in flux at quarterback. It's not like they got Mahomes and Herbert. hmm. If Justin Fields doesn't work they're going for somebody else. But if 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 everybody else is in flux, don't you want stability and Cousins just keep them. The rest of the division's a tire fire. We know what we got. We can win this puppy with 10 wins. Is that the goal? And maybe that is. Vikings don't have a ring. Maybe that's it. But, but to it's a, me It's a good discussion because everybody I think I want to get to the playoffs. I know that
4: I'm keeping my job as yeah. a GM. I mean, I know they fired the coach a couple years ago. Um But I know I'm keeping my job as a GM and a a coach if I'm making the playoffs. Okay,
1: so let's say they end up – we both think Detroit wins the division. Yes. Minnesota gets in, and the weak NFC is a wild card. Let's say Jordan Love and Fields can't get over the. So, okay, so Minnesota gets in. Ten-win team uh, defense with Flores is better schematically, though not better athletically. And so they get into the playoffs. And they're a ten-win team. And then Detroit decides we hit a ceiling. We're moving off golf. Chicago and the Packers are like, we don't have a guy. Mm. So, again, the takeaway is, the argument is, I would go for it. The entire industry, but the what entire— go di- for it? Keep Kirk Cousins? Um, I'd say, Kirk, I'll give you a two-year team-friendly deal, but we're going to draft quarterbacks starting now. You're, it's, we'll sign you to a very team-friendly deal. I do think he would have a mar- market. It would not, it'd be a Derek Carr. There'd be a team that would go get him, not several. But he'd have a saint. He'd have somebody that has pieces but needs stability. He'd have a market. Don't we agree? Like when you find a good
4: barber, you hold on to that guy like grim death. It's tough to find a good barber, cowherd. You got to hold on to him. You got a quarterback in Kirk Cousins who's getting you to the playoffs as a guy who roots for the Jets and hasn't been to the playoffs in a decade. I'd love to make the playoffs every year. I'll just—I'd love to make. You know so who else So if Aaron leaves, Houston had Deshaun Watson. Life was pretty good in the playoffs, wasn't it? How's life now? Picking at the top and wondering.
1: I don't—I don't know what we got this year. Maybe we'll win
4: six or seven games. So you—you're
1: like- you are you're you're an investor in bonds.
4: No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now this—I'm I'm not, not saying to- I'm definitely locked in, but I'm just posing
1: the other side of the argument that it's not the worst thing in the world to keep. I'm Kirk not presence. a Bitcoin guy, mostly not a bond guy, but I'm willing to take a chance in the market. I'm a market guy. I'm not going to NFT Bitcoin. That's silly season. So splitting the uh, splitting it is we're going to keep Kirk Cousins, but like you said, we're going to draft a quarterback every year hoping we get something. And, and by the way, if we get him, Kirk, we can move you. Yeah. But we're not we're signing a completely team friendly deal because you don't have a ton of mar- you don't have a big market. He that's, doesn't. J N C advisors nobody, nobody we just the gave a- the Vikings the answer. I mean, and nobody funny. in the AFC is going after him. He's just not, he's not special enough. There's too many great players in their prime. But I could see an NFC awful team saying he can get us stability. There's always three or four teams that are, uh, lack stability. Kirk gives you stability. An adult, win you games. Stability, stability so they, matters when you've got a tire fire on your hands, they, and there's three to four every
4: year. How about the Chiefs model? We have Alex Smith. We're making the playoffs, but we're drafting Patrick Mahomes. We're trading up for him. And then in a year... Hello, world. We got Patrick Mahomes to, what, go to the Super Bowl. That's what that's, you do. That's the model.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app.
1: The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours.
2: Eight hours after issuance cdkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources
0: when you're an american express platinum card member don't be surprised if you say things like chef what course are we on Uh, i've lost count or shoot that shoot that
5: This is the Herdline News. Uh, just so you know,
4: we're going to be talking college football in about three minutes. It's a, it's a good one. Uh, first up, Kyrie Irving. A lot of ties to the Lakers um, since he left Brooklyn. Uh, he was buzzing courtside, giving LeBron a handshake during the Memphis series. But according to The Athletic, the Lakers reportedly are disinterested in pursuing Kyrie Irving in free agency, regardless of how close he is to LeBron. Now, we could look at this many different ways is this the Lakers telling Anthony Davis hey man you just had a great series stay locked in we're not going after Kyrie you're our guy AD because that's the only way you're getting Kyrie Irving is if AD's gone
1: well I think yeah I mean I think what happened is Kyrie's hit the end of his career so I think it's over. At like 30, 31? <laughs> well, I think it's just he made enough money, and, and, and it's too it's too crazy. So I, Dallas was the last shot. I appreciate the swing, but he can't get along with anybody. So no, I think, wait, oh Dallas ain't letting him go for nothing. No, I'm saying is I think Dallas has talked about. I don't think it's going to work. I think Dallas is trapped. They let go of, you know, Jalen Brunson now is humiliating. They let go of Dorian Finney-Smith, the best defender. So, I mean, as long as you have – I think Dallas is in a weird spot. But I don't think there's any market for Kyrie Irving. I can can think two things. I appreciate the Dallas swing. There's no market for Kyrie Irving. So, essentially, Kyrie wants a big four-year
4: deal, big money. Nobody's going to give him that. Okay, fair enough. So, the Mavs go to him and say, hey, we'll give you a two plus one. And he's like, bleep off, guys. Okay. And then they're telling him go to the market. Can he find something somewhere? I don't think so. I would agree with you, but that's a dangerous game if you're Dallas. You lose Kyrie for nothing? You're
1: really screwed. You're going major backwards. Well, you'll have salary cap. I mean, you'll have a lot of salary space, won't you? I I still can't figure out why teams... I mean, if I was an NBA player, it wouldn't be my first choice. But middle of the country, limits long flights, no state tax, a lot of things to do, beautiful women. I'm 27 years old. I mean, I, I don't understand why Dallas, beautiful arena, great fans, a franchise mostly stable... Cuban doesn't, um, well, you know, he's not a frugal owner. He'll spend money, and I don't understand why they're not better. I don't I, get it. Yeah,
4: like I, I don't think Dallas is an off-season NBA hub. Like you've got to go, so, you got to leave your house and
1: go somewhere else, right? Yeah. There ain't nobody going to Dallas to hang on the off. Well, I, don't I mean, think. it's not Boston's not a hub, and you know, I mean they. I mean they're not Miami or Los Angeles, but I, I, I think Dallas should be a more consistently viable championship team. And I think some of it is bad choices in their front office. We know Kyrie's a little socially um
4: oh, I don't, I don't think- know what the right word is, but maybe he cares about politics and that matters being intact. I don't I don't know, I'm just
1: spitballing. I, I think I, what happens is Kyrie's become the guy. That everybody says they love, but nobody truly wants to play with him. Like, Carmelo had a lot of that. Everybody loved Carmelo. It's like, okay, then LeBron go play with him in his prime. Yeah. People say a lot of things. I'm going to get in shape this year. People do different things. Actions
4: versus words. Yeah. Uh, next up, DeAndre Hopkins in the Arizona Cardinals. Remember a lot of chatter. He would be on his way out around the draft. Didn't happen. Now, DeAndre Hopkins on the gram saying, I see everybody telling me to stay. Who said I want to leave? I'm out here working. I don't I, I don't really understand this other than I would stay. This is Hopkins realizing that there's no market for him well, at that price. Also, Caleb
1: Williams, I think the two teams Wait a minute. Caleb Williams is still a year away. No, I'm I'm saying though. I think Arizona is going to tell Kyrie uh, Kyler Murray, "Make sure you get healthy." <laughs> no, you don't need to come back in week 8 stay for a couple more weeks and then they'll get to week 12 and they'll say there's no reason yeah. for you to risk injury to waste of time good point I think Arizona has a chance to be a number one draft team in the league next year and, and you I think dump, you
4: it, dump Hopkins at the trade deadline maybe somebody feels like they're close no, to the no, Super no, Bowl no no
1: no 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 No, no. You want full-on tank, you dump DeAndre Hopkins. You get off that. No, no, no. You keep DeAndre. Caleb's free, and you have all those picks. You move off Kyler. You may only get a fourth-round pick for him. You'll get something for Kyler Murray. I think more than a fourth. And I think you—let's say you get a second, and you totally pivot to Caleb Williams. Have you seen their draft picks next year? Two of this, two of that. Thanks to your Houston Texans, uh, they're going to be drafting high. So I think you—this year, um, I think they go—I think you pivot. Uh, I think what's going to happen with Kyler Murray— is you know he's he's ticketed to come back in week eight. If they're off to like a two and six start, you just tell him, kid, don't risk it. No rush here, pal. No, and then you gotta they have a chance to have the top two picks in the draft. You know they're taking listen, they moved off Josh Rosen, they would move off Kyler. And you could get something for Kyler Murray. Yeah. All right, uh, final story. College
4: football within the last few hours here has released its schedule for playoff expansion. Okay, in 2024. The first-round games at home stadiums kick off the third week of December. Okay? National championship happens a month later. The CFP director, Bill Hancock, said the Saturday games during the first round will go head-to-head with
1: the NFL. Well, that's not great. Not great. Well, but, but I don't know how you get around that. Well, also, if you go back to the Saturday playoff games, there are some occasional clunkers. Remember when the Chiefs doused Houston? Well, no, those
4: were those in January. These would be Saturday in December games. Remember, the NFL goes to Saturday games right around
1: Christmas, you know, like the weeks before? Those aren't always great they're games. They're not always great, but they're NFL games. If you're giving me USC and Texas in the semi against, uh, you know, you throw it out there the Jags well, against yeah, the. It's fair. First round games Titan, may not t- be Titans, awesome. Texans, or USC, Texas? I'm going Lincoln, Riley, baby, and Sark. That's my loyalty. Fight on! I don't, it, it just is interesting looking at
4: the schedule. So they have they have the college football playoff starting December twentieth. The championship ending January twentieth. I love it. I, I love that. But I know the college football purists are gonna be
1: like, "Dang gummit! Why is it a month long?
4: We don't it's need great. this." Great! I love it. So, More
5: football.
1: And it's yeah. I mean, listen. I used to push back on the twelve team playoff. But the bottom line is college football tended to do sputter at the end of a year. Whereas the NBA, you may argue you don't like the NBA regular season, but the playoffs are great. Yeah. And you may not like
4: baseball, but the playoffs are yeah. great. College football, by the way, the semifinals will be on Thursday. Yeah. The other semifinal on Friday, and then NFL wild card weekend Saturday, oh, Sunday, baby. Monday. Cowher, you might as well just, just put us in for big ratings. Just give the wife ample heads up that there's five straight nights you're unavailable. On Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and now NFL plays wild card Monday. So that's, I mean, that's five days. You might just. Maybe we need to send our wives on like a trip together. That's right. For that week. Hey, go to a spa in Bulgaria or maybe not Bulgaria. but Portugal. You know, there you go, Portugal with our producer. Yeah, go somewhere fun. Have a blast. And we're just locked in on the, I mean, listen, college football playoff games and NFL walk. Thursday, cards? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Monday. Remember, Monday Night Football has a game now. I mean, I
1: love Ann, but there are limitations. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, I mean, it's right around our birthday. Oh, God. Capricorn. That week is just gonna be off. The we gotta hump. take care of ourselves. Sometimes you, you gotta take. <laughs> you know Capricorn. Just September through January, no big deal. J Mac with the news.
5: Well, that's the news.
0: And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News.
1: To gain visibility and control over your financials, HR, e-commerce, inventory, and more take advantage of a new special financing offer. No payments or interest. Six months, first of its kind from NetSuite by Oracle. Go to NetSuite.com slash Herd. Be sure
2: to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Pauly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Pauly and Tony Fusco show.
1: Numero uno. Yeah,
2: and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talks Sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever heard still on the of.
5: line. Get Off the show. Off oh, the
2: show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, it's the herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code Herd, Once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HER, the crown is yours.
2: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 hope or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
0: Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m. book an exclusive reservation with resi global dining access right this way because the american express platinum card offers access to the centurion lounge must see live events and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply
5: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: All right, Rick Spielman, Nick Wright stop by today. All fired up. Game one tonight, Lakers-Warriors are you watching this solo with family going out going out where are you watching it probably at home with the kids and wife do the kids bother you when you watch are they are they they hanging all over you
4: exactly we play chess uh they don't have the attention span kids these days you know my daughter's like, watch me do this gymnastics move. I'm like, oh, lovely. Yeah, kids,
1: <laughs> There's Curry hitting a three. Young children do not appreciate uh, the off-ball defender and, yeah. and spacing. Can your
4: kids watch to a two-hour bass? Unless they're in the arena where the energy's off the charts. It's tough at home to get them to lock in. They can't watch a full football game. YouTube channel. Huh?
1: You, they watch YouTube channel. I We try to limit the YouTube stuff. It's, it's a battle. Yeah, I try to limit vodka. It doesn't work. <laughs> I know. All right. We're going to play King or Curry. You ask a question, I have to figure out the answer. Okay, let's start
4: with this. Which player averaged the most points per game in the same season in which
1: they won a scoring title? Okay, that's tough. Because the KD years, he didn't average as much. That's accurate. I'm going to say LeBron. King. Inaccurate.
4: Curry. Um, 32 points per game. Wow. Oh what year God. was this? Uh, 2020 and 21. My goodness. Oof. Next up, who has more 50-plus point regular season games, LeBron or Curry? This is close, by
5: the way.
1: Oh, yeah. I can remember a couple for each. So it's like three to two, isn't it? Well, no, regular season games. I'm going to say Curry. Mm. 0 for two,
4: coward. LeBron 14-12. Uh, true or false? LeBron has played in twice as many playoff series as Steph.
1: Remember, early in his career, Curry wasn't like. Yeah, make- and also the last. Remember the after KD left, they went into the. Team. Yeah. Twice as many though. Um. I- I'm gonna say false. It's close, but false. false. There you go. Yeah, fifty-one to twenty-seven.
4: Yeah, LeBron nearly double. LeBron's best single season three-point percentage is worse
1: than ca- Steph's career three-point percentage. <laughs> so LeBron's best three-point year worse than Steph's career average. Right. What you're saying? I'm going to say that's false. Mm-hmm.
4: That's your day, coward. <laughs> LeBron forty for his uh,
1: career-high season. Steph forty-two for his career. <laughs> So the best LeBron's ever shot's 40% on threes. Yeah. 2012 I, I,
4: he, and 13. That was so like a decade ago. Hey, yeah. You
1: know, it's right. funny when LeBron I don't see LeBron as a bad three-point shooter. I think he he hits a lot of very important He's threes. Not bad. He's like And I and Steph misses a lot. Steph goes on streaks. Well, he'll he'll do an O for 5 and he will he will not stop shooting.
4: True or false, LeBron, LeBron and Steph were born in Akron, Ohio? That's true. Correct. Born in the same hospital. Well, I think they were born in like a manger, weren't they? Not because they're the goat. Now, somebody told me that. That's a funny oh, joke. God, I, so tried, I tried. I tried. I give it a shot, Scotty. Uh, next up, who averaged more points per game
1: since turning the age of thirty? Oh no, that's a toughie. Come on, that's you know the, the staff is just trying to fool it's me. What at they this do, point. man? We got some guys. How about here. an easy one? Like who plays in the Bay Area <laughs> and who plays in L.A.? Can you give me a layup? Let's see who's averaged more. Points 30. a game since turning 30. So remember, LeBron, nine seasons. Um, Steph, five. Because he's young. But st- I'm going to say Steph. Bingo. Nailed
4: it. Steph, 28. LeBron, 26. Whoever's more points per game in their rookie season?
1: Okay, LeBron. I think it's LeBron. It is. Yeah. Curry
4: was at 17. Yeah, I, I think LeBron it. was 23. LeBron Twenty- was 20. Close. Uh, who has more All-Star Game MVPs? That should be an easy one, Cowboy. What do you mean easy? They've
1: I mean, both been in, like, combined 30. Don't you watch the All-Star Game? I, I mean, you know who... You know, that's you like
4: it because you love Zach Levine. I mean, I just like up-and-down basketball. Please, I don't. dunks. I don't.
1: You like the nuance of, like... Yeah, a, I like Draymond Green. Pick and roll. Uh, I like... Yeah, I like layered basketball, Got not you. just... Um, more All Star Game MVPs. I Let mean, me, who do you think's been in more All Star Games? Come on. Well, LeBron is the answer. Then there you go. I'm trying to help you out here, You're but struggling. MVP is different. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, who averages
4: more points per game in their career? LeBron versus the Warriors, or Steph versus the Lakers? Oh, this is
1: this is an. Interesting... <laughs> Boy, that's tough. You know what? I would say LeBron versus the Warriors because that final, that Finals when it was him and Matthew Dellavedova, Dele, he, he he literally had to score all their points. Yeah. What what is the average there?
4: How close was LeBron? Twenty seven in thirty eight games. Steph twenty
1: one. So let's think about this. So Steph's going to average closer to twenty five in this series. Lakers so. though, if he's at twenty one, they're losing the series. But <laughs> LeBron, and that counts LeBron in his prime. I mean, I don't think LeBron is going to average 27 in this series. You're going to get about 22 and a half from LeBron. Thanks. And I, I just... Do you think the Lakers can win a series in which LeBron gives you 22 and a half surrounded by mostly second-tier who, guys? I don't know who
4: the third score is. I keep hearing Dennis Schroeder's is going to oh, play a lot Oh, give me a series. break.
1: Because of the quickness to guard Curry. I can I tell know. you who the fourth score on the Warriors is. Who's that, Jordan Poole? Yeah, but I... that Steph, Wiggins, Clay, Poole.
4: Those four guys all score. All right, let's get back to the quiz. Who has played a full 82-game season as Michael Jordan fans freak out? I'd say LeBron played one. There you go. I, I 82. Think, oh, once, didn't he? In 2017-2018. Steph has never played more than 80 in a season. But who cares? Uh, who has won more NBA championships? Who's won more? Curry or LeBron. I think,
1: don't they both have four?
4: Does oh, he got it! Wow, nicely done. Both have four. So this is... This series is supposed to be a big decider in the Curry-LeBron debate. I don't buy into that. I
1: I, I do think uh, it, it's irrelevant for LeBron. It'll be something you kind of throw on the mantle for Steph. It won't be a. It won't change the way I view him. But it's a. I think it would do him more good than it would LeBron. I listen. I think the Warriors. Everybody always pokes the holes in the Warriors, and they do not. Now that Wiggins is back, they have backcourt and some wing scoring. I think, I think Looney, because of his dominating rebounding performances, is going to have a market. And then Looney's... I think they're, they're going to consider getting more scoring as Steph ages, and I think they're going to move off pool. Yes. As Steph ages coming well, off the 50-point game and an amazing move season. They're going to move off pool. They're, so they're going to need more scoring in their front court. Keep your eye on the Lakers making a big move for Anthony Davis. I need to ask the
4: audience. So you have, in this show today, have moved off AD again, have moved off Jalen Brown, you're moving off Jordan Poole.
1: You, you, all you want to do is just chaos, huh? You, you have to sell at a at a high price. Well, Jordan Looney, Poole right now is at a low. <laughs> well, but Looney yeah. is now in the market worth more than he is as an actual player.
4: Again, is, is Kevon Looney giving you in Charlotte what he is in Golden State? Probably
1: not. Of course, but Charlotte... Th- maybe think so. <laughs> bad teams do bad
5: things. That's the hurt. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
1: I've been telling you about Tecova's boots for a long, long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tecova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Tecova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of 100 bucks at Tacovas.com. Just use the code HERD at checkout. All you got to do, H-E-R-D. That's H-E-R-D at t e c o v a s dot com, and point your toes west.
2: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it.